Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to The Dwell Podcast. It is your host, Natalie Abbott, and we are talking with Katie Giuliano from Hosanna Revival. We are talking about the verse from Galatians 6, 9 that we are memorizing together. It says this, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I love this verse. It is so good. It's about persistence and, you know, faithfulness. And so today we're talking with Katie. Um, For those of you who didn't listen to episode one, she is the founder of Hosanna Revival and they make the most beautiful journals and Bibles and their stuff is just beautiful and awesome. So we have links to that. If you want to hear more about her story, go back and listen to episode one. But right now, welcome back, Katie. Hey, hey, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, we had so much fun on our first episode. Uh, <laughs> so good. Okay, so we are talking about this verse. Let me let me say it one more time. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. That's so good. Oh, it's good. It's, it's good. real good. <laughs> So first off, we're talking about this passage. And for those of you who are normal, you know, people today, you probably are not a farmer. Um, But this is a farming metaphor that is being used here. This idea of planting seeds and reaping a harvest. And so this passage talks about how if we sow these seeds to please ourselves, like if you're looking at the whole passage, um, it talks about how if we sow these seeds only to please ourselves, we reap things that are going to be that are passing away. Right. But if we sow seeds in the spirit or spiritual things, we will reap these lasting eternal spiritual things, even eternal life. So that idiom that you've heard before, you reap what you sow, actually comes out of this passage. And the idea is that you should want to reap things that are eternal. Um, So that idea, you reap what you sow. Do you think that makes sense to people, Katie? And how do you see that like bear out in the world? Gosh, I was reflecting on that, and I, I feel like the idiom is used pretty often, but way more in the tone of, like, you get what you deserve. Like, it's kind of, <laughs> do, do you yeah. agree? I feel like it's pretty oh, negative. Like, well, you know that you reap what you sow, you know? like it's, Right. You've got a hangover because you drank too much. Yeah, right, right. I feel like it's pretty judgmental. Um, right. But, man, I, I do see that, like, the truth, like, it plays out. It absolutely does. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of us, like our, our expectation of harvest is like maybe the, the problem in our understanding of this verse. Like we've got this idea of what harvest will look like. Um, so that could be like a misunderstanding of like God's promises. You know, if we think, you know, health and wealth or blessing upon blessing, like whatever we're expecting from God might, might not quite align with his will. Um, and then and then people, you know, are mad at this verse and mad at God and <laughs> But then the, the second one, I think way more earthly, and we do see this play out even more, is just the logic behind, like, do the seeds that I plant result in the harvest that I want? You know, like a tree, mm. you know a tree by its fruit. Like, it, there's logic. Right. There. Like, if I'm putting in good work, I can expect to reap good things. So kind mm. of understand, like, being humble enough and self-aware enough to look at the seeds we're planting 
and then realigning those expectations of harvest. Like, does that align with God's will? And do my seeds align with the harvest that I'm hoping for? Right. Yeah. I do have, I do think that there, there is sometimes this deep <sighs> wounding, I would say that happens with people when they believe somehow that like what you said, that the harvest that they're expecting is different from the harvest that we're promised. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if, if the harvest that we're promised is a lasting spiritual something, right? Something good spiritually. It may be um, the goodness that's in our own hearts and our lives and that that connection with Jesus and the peace that we have in our hearts and eternal life, those kinds of things. Um, If that's the harvest that we're looking for, then we're going to get that. Mm -hmm. But if the harvest that we're looking for is, you know, uh, ease and, um, prosperity or health or those kinds of things. And yeah, I think you're right. We're going to be disappointed. Hmm. Man. Yeah. Cause I mean, <laughs> it would be, it's beautiful that God's blessing shows up that way often. Mm-hmm. It really, it really does. But that has trained us to believe that that is the promise and it's, it's just not. No, it's not. And you're right. Like it, it can be those things, but the, but even the passage itself is saying, if you re if you plant fleshly things, you're going to get things that are going to be that are going to pass away, right? If you plant things only for the world, like you want those worldly things, then you're going to get those things maybe, but those, those yeah. things are what's going to pass away. But if you want those spiritual things, you will reap what you sow, right? If you're putting in, like you said, you know, God's word, the good things of the Lord, then you're going to sow spiritual, eternal things that last, right? Gosh, it's so rich and it's hard to explain to someone that hasn't experienced something like that yet, you know, like some kind of a spiritual harvest. But once you've had it once, like it's undeniable, like you you know it when you when you have it. And so yes. like yeah. encouraging newer non-believers to like, you know, put in those work. Like I, I dare you to plant a spiritual seed. <laughs> like, because <laughs> once, once you start like reaping those benefits that really are eternal and that, you know, moths can't destroy, like truly eternal things it's so rich and it's, it's addicting a beautiful addiction of like wanting more because it, when, when it doesn't pass away, like it is, it's just so radiant. I love that. So, so we're not supposed to give up on planting these spiritual seeds, I think both in ourselves and in other people. So what would you say those spiritual seeds are? Hmm. So for me, I, I have a background in relational ministry since I accepted Christ. I've been a, a youth group leader of sorts with different ministries. And so for me, I think about like, teaching the word, telling people about Jesus, um, because I can find those seeds in my own life. Like when I accepted Christ as an adult, I then could look back and be like, oh my gosh, like that woman drove me to vacation Bible school. Like I, she, you know, had strong (laughs) conviction to get the random neighbor girl to a church, you know, and it's like, she probably doesn't even know I'm a Christian now, but being able to trace seeds Mm. in my life and how God Mm -hmm. used other people um, gives me a really strong conviction to do the same, to plant seeds like for others, like knowledge of Christ. I love that you brought up just driving somebody to vacation Bible school. <laughs> like that is not some kind of like, I've got to have a theology degree to do that. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. 
I think sometimes we get overwhelmed by this idea of like, we got to save everybody. We got to know all the answers. I'm not even going to say anything because I don't even know what the right answer is. But like, it is just as simple as inviting somebody to go to church with you or, you know, sharing your faith in a way that, or, you know, speaking into a situation like, well, as a Christian, maybe I would think about it this way, mm-hmm. you know, um, having those kinds of conversations. I think they shouldn't, it shouldn't be an overwhelming thing that we, avoid doing because we feel ill-equipped or, you know, it's just too much for us. And and how gracious is the Lord in this analogy to make it so clear? Like a seed is tiny. It's tiny. He doesn't say like, you know, plant plant out a whole crop season and then hope it harvests. He says like literally a seed, the tiniest little Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when it says we should not give up on doing good, this is the good we're talking about, right? We're talking about very simple, like ordinary almost things that we can do, mm-hmm. which I think is, it should be so encouraging to us that it's not this massive. I think sometimes we feel like our spiritual lives are less than because we don't, we're, you know, we're not, I didn't go to seminary or I don't know. I don't know my Bible that well or whatever. Yeah. I think that there's, yeah. there's, it's, it's easy to just make a small start, right? It is. And it's those little things with, with consistency or just, you know, discipline, not, not to be done like with some like rigid schedule, but just continuing to show up, like pursuing Mm. the holiness, constantly like asking God to work on your heart, constantly repenting when you get it wrong, you know, asking for accountability, constantly Mm. being in the word, like just continuing to show up. That's, I mean, to me, I feel like that's so clear. Like don't grow weary in doing the good things. They're small things, but they're so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes too, like we have a tendency to, to get worn out. Right. And to do the thing that is just, you know, the temporary thing, the temporary fix, the uh, binge watching some show or I'm so guilty. (laughs) I know me too, but it's like, I, the, the, what harvest do I get from that? (laughs) Gosh, literally nothing. A headache and a bad night's sleep. (laughs) I'm like, you know, not that it's bad to watch Netflix. I love Netflix. But, you know, there are healthy healthy amounts of of any of these things um, that we consume and that we do, the things that we plant in us, right? Um, And some of those things, you know, they don't really give us much back. Maybe if it's, if it's, you know, done in the right way, it gives us a little bit of rest, a little bit of, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of downtime. Um, but when we binge watch, there's a whole other nother <laughs> happening there, you know. Um, oh, exactly. And I, sometimes I think like, well, okay, I'm not, I shouldn't be watching Netflix, but I don't want to replace Netflix with reading my Bible. Like I struggle with that a lot. It's like, now's not a good time for me. I'm not in a good headspace. And sometimes right. I think if I'm not binge watching, the only alternative that God would like would be me in my Bible. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many great uses of our idle time, you know, like going yeah. on walks or intentional conversations, just things that don't stimulate the brain like Netflix does. But that's, yeah. been, that's been a big challenge for me lately. Like just because mm-hmm. I turn off Netflix doesn't mean it has to be like uber productive. I'm allowed to rest in other ways. Mm. That's a good word, man. Yeah. I do think that we like, like that's our, you know, go-to easy thing. I think for most people in our culture is to turn on mm-hmm. our screen or to get on our phone or to watch a show or whatever. Um, but you're right. I mean, there's so many other ways to like allow our minds to unwind that are really more beneficial. Yeah, man. It's still, still so hard. That's a daily battle. Yes, it is. Ah! 
<laughs> okay. So what about this little phrase at the end that says at the proper time? So the verse says again, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Like, I'm just thinking about all those times when you feel like you're plugging away, you're doing the thing, maybe you're sharing your faith with a friend and just like, you're not seeing any harvest. How does that little phrase at the proper time encourage you? Yeah, thank goodness for that. It's it's the trust, like it, it creates the trust because it could say, you know, at a good time, we will reap a harvest and then that would leave us wondering, well, what's good? But it mm. says proper, which means right. You know, it's God's intended time. It's not just some eventual time. So we can truly trust that any harvest we reap is at the proper time. So if like, if we're sowing God's seeds, pursuing holiness, like we can be so certain that 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 harvest is coming at the perfect Mm -hmm. and proper time. I love that. Yeah. I love that at the perfect time. I, so, so I mean, like, what have we learned here? What have we learned about our verse? Jeez, so much. I mean, that it's, that it's work. I think it's harvest and farming and all of that. Like it, it takes work, but so much of it too is allowing God to work, like creating space for him to be, mm-hmm. you know, help, help you to reap and help you to sow. And mm-hmm. if we're, if we're just trying to plug at it alone, like nothing's going to happen. Yeah, that's for sure. True. Right. Um, and I think too, like what, what is our expectation of what a harvest looks like? You know, so it's, it's, it's about God's timing and God's harvest. And, you know, it maybe isn't exactly what we think it's going to be, but it is, it's the perfect thing. It's the proper thing at the right time. So that's good. I'm encouraged. <laughs> so much. So much. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Well, we are about out of time um, for today. For those of you who um, have enjoyed this podcast episode, I would encourage you to like go look at our um, section that talks about what we're doing um, on the the description, and you can find their information about Hosanna Revival. You can even leave like a review or something, which I'm sure would be helpful in some way um, for other people to find our podcast. Um, but anyway, thank you so much, Katie, for joining us today. And for those of you who are looking for a really beautiful Bible, like go check out Hosanna Revival. It's amazing. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you guys soon. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.